Welcome to this episode of Parents Love Podcast. My name is Evan Semenko. I'm the host, and we've got a different episode today. Today, two non-parents are sitting here at the table with me. Mr. Blake Lawson, our middle school pastor. Hello, hello. Caleb Kwok, our, what is your official title, Caleb? Hong Kong Hammer. Know. It Creative, changes. Creative director. Creative director, I like Producer. That. Hong Kong Hammer. Call it. Yeah. Caleb is from Hong Kong. Whatever. That is not just a random no. <laughs> thing that Blake came up with. No, you can't see him, though. i got to help the audience It's out. an audio. That's, That's their right. first episode. That's right. And this is your first time on the Parent Stuff Podcast. Caleb. It is. Welcome. We're glad to have you here. Honestly, no. I've never really gotten into the podcast scene here. I've done the first podcast. You were the very first. And then one. I was like out of the picture. Yep. That was like right that smack was like in the right middle of the COVID. Beginning. Yeah. No, pre-COVID. Well, I guess COVID was happening, but we didn't know it was right. like. No, yeah. Quote. Covid, Covid, Covid. Are we still doing uh, Zoom meetings? Or were we meeting in the office even? No, that was in the. You were doing it in like January 2020. Yeah, that was before I moved in. Yeah. Wow. Because you right were the... after that was because um, right after the podcast was when I was like, "Hey, Justin, can I have the couch?" Because <laughs> the couch was so uncomfortable doing the podcast. I, I forgot we had literally a leaning this yeah. way the whole time. You almost. It's almost been two years since you've been on the podcast. Yeah. Any podcast? Any podcast. Any that was podcast. backstage with the Simple Church, our wow. sister podcast. You should definitely download and listen to parents. But this one is for you parents today. Not a parents podcast? Uh-huh. Wait, what? <laughs> What'd <laughs> you say? <laughs> <laughs> that was the beginning of the podcast scene. Was what? It's not sister. It's like... Um... Oh, it's the parent Oh, podcast. the mother. Oh, yeah. The parent of the parent podcast. The mothership podcast. You're right. We like yeah. to think we're equals now, but we're not. Someday, someday, <laughs> get the views up. That's right, parents. Tell your friends. Help them, spread a word. But all that to say is, you're a parent, you're busy, you've got stuff going on. Instead of talking to two parents today, we want to fill you in on what's happening in your kids' world. If you have older kids, teenagers, middle schoolers, even upper elementary school, Blake, you spent mm. some time with mm. some at Six Flags this past week. And let me tell you, it was some of the most fun I've had as a middle school pastor. It really was super, super cool. You had not got a lot to do a lot in COVID. This no, is more traditional. Uh, so this was stuff. definitely the most stressful event that I've done. Um, obviously, you helped me out with the first couple of events that I did, kind of like show me the ropes. So this was the first time I think I've taken the kids across, across state lines. State lines, yeah. <laughs> it's a federal offense. Now. Yeah, it's 20 minutes to get across the state lines, but it still, you know, ramps up the... When you're the guy in charge. Yeah. And uh, we had three cases of a missing kid. They were all the same kid. Guess, uh, oh, he uh, called him by name. Yeah, we're just going to explore. He's not going to listen <laughs> to gonna this. I'm going to beep it. Yeah, we'll beep, beep his name. But, uh, yeah, he, he was just exploring. <laughs> and we had a good little good little time together. As but any parent of a middle schooler knows, middle school kids tend to wander. can be difficult. They do. They I tend to wander as well, wild. so it's a, it's hard to wrangle people when I'm a wanderer as well. <laughs> Prone to wander. Yeah. But we, we, hit, uh, we went to Six Flags in Arlington for Fright Fest. It was some of the most fun ever. I love... All things Halloween. We're doing a bunch of cool stuff that I'm sure you talked about, glow night and everything. Oh, yeah. But uh, to kind of ramp up for Halloween, I took all the middle schoolers, and uh, they were doing a special thing. They had a bunch of haunted houses, and just the whole park was all decorated. And it was super, super cool. And, um, you know, middle schoolers can be pretty young in the grand scheme of things, (laughs) and you don't know where they're at. So there are going to be some middle schoolers that are super, super, you know, down for scary movies and stuff like that. And then there'll be some that this is their first real outing into that whole part of life. But uh, it was really interesting getting to see them go through haunted houses. And uh, they did good. They were uh, like little tiny middle schoolers were brave in the haunted houses. And I'm like, this is kind of <laughs> scary, but they were down. It was cool. There you go. I'm not oh, a big haunted house that. guy. Yeah. No, no. Anyway. I'm glad yeah. you did, Blake. They're proud of you. Yeah, Scott will tell you. It was, uh, <laughs> we're like, it's okay, guys. And then some, it'll jump out of it scares us. And we're like, wow, this is. Not okay. Yeah, (laughs) for real. 
So whatever the age your kids are, your parent, maybe you've just heard people talking about the water cooler and you mm-hmm. want to know the three things we're going to put in the headline today. We are talking about Devious Licks, we're yes. talking about Squid Game, <laughs> and we're talking about what in the world is wrong with modern music. Yes. And we're going to go. We're talking about? That is what we're talking about. Evan today. and I have nice. had, uh, we'll get to that, but Evan and I have had a long running, not debate, more of a discussion. conversation, That's discussion right. about discussion. it. Discussion. Talking about it. So. Let's talk with the beginning. Devious Licks, something that went around the headlines. Again, as a parent, I'm the only parent in the room. You scan stuff, you see something, and then sometimes you click it and read it, and sometimes you're just like, oh, I don't care, move on. Right. But in the kids' world and teenagers, Kayla, you're a young person. You're still in your 20s. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty old now. Oh. Because, like... You're in a different phase. Yeah, I am in a different phase. It changes. Mm. Like, Jonah, I mean, he's about to have a kid, so, like, we're probably six months apart. Right. Yeah, and like some people are married, some people are having kids, some people are. Yeah, when you're receiving like TikTok (laughs) notification, I'm receiving uh, wedding invites. Yeah, (laughs) different phases. Yeah, absolutely. But Kayla, we brought you on here specifically for Squid Game talk. Mm. You're into it. You're there. So let's start with Devious Licks, though. At the top, TikTok is an app. Let's start at the very beginning. TikTok, (laughs) obviously, it's the app. It's the new thing. It was the Instagram, (laughs) and then it was Snapchat. Now it is TikTok reigning at the top. And Devious Licks, you've probably heard of it. A lot of you might not have. But what it is is basically a TikTok challenge. Uh, A few people around the country did it, and now everybody's repeating it and doing it and causing basically havoc. So uh, Devious Licks is when you go to your school or to an airport or really somewhere you're not supposed to. Any building is not your house. (laughs) Yeah. Really, there are not a whole lot of rules for, like, just school and, like, stuff like that. But one of them definitely is don't absolutely vandalize the entire place, and that's what Devious Looks kind of ask you to so do. You're, so. so the trend is you're doing some, something that you're not supposed to do. Well, yeah, it'll be like... Specifically, yeah, stealing something. Stealing something or going into the bathrooms and ripping everything out of the walls, like knocking the sink down and ripping... Like It's just complete anarchy. It's like if the purge came to life <laughs> in your school. So the idea is, and I think this is where being in youth culture... Mm-hmm. If you're a little bit older, it's not a big deal that you would think that you have social media presence, followers, influence, likes. You think that's dumb. It's You don't get right. it, whatever. It is a big deal to teenagers. Yes. And even into elementary mm-hmm. school ages now, as they're getting younger, it's clout, right? It's kind of the idea exactly. that gets made fun of that you have an audience. You have people that like and see your stuff. You blow up or go viral. And if you're on TikTok, you can do that by getting on the For You page. Yes. So they scan through the app. You can get featured, and everybody can see it across TikTok. It can be something that they they tag it with the FYP for you page. Mm-hmm. And if it's something that's trendy, a hashtag, if you jump on that trend, you could get mm-hmm. featured. Right. So being teenagers and undeveloped brains, they don't always think through the consequences of these things. And the benefit might outweigh and say, if I could go viral, if I could get picked up on this just because I go and steal a napkin holder at the cafeteria, what could the worst that could happen? Well, I feel like the kind of scope has changed where it's like normally you'd push kids to find out like, who are you? Like what? Like figure out who you are. Like figure out the things that you like. And then it changed from uh, who are you to kids are thinking like who should I be? And now it's like what can I do to make people see me? Mm. And so Devious mm. Licks is one of the easiest ways. Uh, you know, you go on TikTok, you see other people doing it. You're like, I can absolutely like you almost I might not spend be your moral famous. Compass. I right. can't go and be in a private jet, but I could go steal something. I don't have any <laughs> skills, but I can and rip a bathroom a stall out the wall. Yep. Yeah, you know, because yeah. we're doing something stupid. So. It You've kind of done that before, haven't you? Uh, Smacking I, your daughter in the 
<laughs> Evan has gone viral once. Put a link to. <laughs> but not on his own. We put the there. COVID in his Let's heart. Please clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a trip. A friend, Ryan Baker, filmed me walking across a river holding my daughter. God bless you. And Ryan I Baker. slipped and fell in the creek, and Ryan Baker went viral at my expense. I cannot. Like believe that he caught that moment though. Oh, that I was know what that was. Insane. That was the Holy Spirit. That was the humble me. Keep my pride down <laughs> yeah. of me. And so uh, over a million people saw me fall in a creek and my daughter. And the comments were things like, "Oh my gosh, did that kid survive?" I was like, "No, she died." We just posted it and thought it'd be hilarious. Yeah, no, it was fine. The family's <laughs> grieving. Here's our GoFundMe. But, but that's right. It is very weird to think like I'm just gonna walk through an airport one day and somebody's gonna be like. Aren't you that dad that fell in the creek to the That's Disney music? So funny. Yeah, like, I am. That's me. Good to see you. Proud of you. So TikTok, the world, and I think, Blake, this is where you see it and you talk to them. You have more experience being in middle school ministry. I did the same job for a long time. Mm-hmm. The rise of social media. We as parents, for we forget what it's like to be a middle schooler or a high schooler. Right. Or even, again, a fourth, fifth grader that they're starting to be exposed to it now. And, Caleb, mm-hmm. you can speak to this some too. Y'all are closer than I was. But it is a huge thing when you feel like everybody else is doing something and you're not. You right. want to fit in. You want to be a part of it. And so this hype and this excitement of, man, there's something happening or I could do this or I could get away mm-hmm. with it. It's kind of a rush, right? It's the same thing as rolling. It's the same thing as whatever. You mm-hmm. go. I remember when I was in high school, three guys drove down Green Acres Boulevard and knocked off mailboxes driving through the baseball bat. They were juniors wow. in high school. It's a federal offense. They got yeah. arrested. <laughs> they Human beings go. are so dumb. They served time. But, but that's right. It yeah. really was a huge life-changing mistake, but they just were doing something fun. They're just being teenagers. They yeah. didn't Yeah, y'all used to get away with so much stuff. Not y'all. I didn't do nothing. No, no, no. Like the older generation. Like, <laughs> oh, used yeah. You think something like y'all Watching wouldn't movies, get caught. It's crazy, yeah. Like it's, no surveillance. The right. <laughs> big I remember like even just back 10 years ago with ETB, like because I – I graduated from there and I went to school there. But they were talking about like the things that they did and they wouldn't get in trouble for it. They and now if we like do something like just even minor, it's like you're in trouble or like you you're gonna get kicked out of school. They're watching. So like I think the standard for you know, things that aren't supposed like you're not supposed to do has definitely gotten, you know, higher, but then people like uh people on TikTok are still doing stupid stuff like that. Well, I think a lot of where it comes from, especially in the ministry point of view, is like, I remember when I was a kid, you watch Disney Channel, and there's like, I mean, it's not great acting, (laughs) it's not great, like, it's a bunch of kids being pretty transparently produced and walked around by adults, and you're like, dude, I could do that, that's not hard. Right. But then you don't do it, you don't go for it, because Mm -hmm. it's like, man, you know that those kids are like, we're child actors, (laughs) and we're in... 40 Geico commercials growing up when they were 11 years old before, you know, a casting director ever pulled them up. And you're like, so I'm not going to do that because it's a one in a bazillion chance. But now with TikTok, it's like, I could absolutely do something stupid and people would see me do it. It's more accessible. It's more easy. All of a sudden, yeah, you don't have to have all those barriers. If I just go and steal the toilet paper holder out of my high school, I might blow up and be featured on. Right. Then a bunch of nameless and faceless people around the world are going to say I was cool as I'm <laughs> yeah. doing my community Speaking service. Speaking of that, like, my friend, uh, Ethan, he he's the one who, like, slick across the, the pool at uh, ETBU, and he got, like, a <laughs> couple million views slid off across. of it. And, like, so, like, sh- he would wet the, the floor of the pool or whatever, and then he would just run on, um, slide on the concrete. 
And he got millions and millions of views, and now he's like getting sponsored by what? Ethan, your buddy? Yeah, he's no getting way. sponsored by like water bottles or whatever, <laughs> and he's yeah, it's crazy, right? Man, what a world we live. And like, it's just stupid stuff that he but does. That's the and dream, gets right? Everybody attention. feels like yeah. they think they could do that. And the funniest part is the people that you're doing this for to get all the validation. Like these people watch you for six seconds. You're like, huh, that was funny. And then they scroll to the next thing. So it's like you've got an impossible farm of entertainment that people around the world are like, like breaking themselves to try and, you know, facilitate. It's so dumb. Like I, yeah. I go on TikTok and I see some like it's six seconds. I'm like half paying attention to it. And I'm like, oh, that was kind of funny. And I, I scroll to the next one. I ain't gonna lie. I, I was um pretty into tiktok for the past couple of months yeah i literally would not get off of it for like maybe three hours <laughs> this is your it's, tiktok recovery group yeah it's actually, easy to do we called you in here today because it's just it's yeah. too much <laughs> i'm not really this. recording a podcast between that and tennis <laughs> we we miss you dude yeah <laughs> sorry all right. all right click record we got a podcast i would i would you know send evan a bunch of tiktoks mm. and, oh yeah um like there are times where i would load uh, like blow him up on tiktok for what is thirty something? TikToks oh, I think. sure, yeah. And again, yeah. I don't check it as often, and I, but I see, I know how it happens. It's yeah. just it's for different phases of life. You have different things that keep you from doing it as long. But I, we all can be there, and especially for kids, at teenagers, whatever age, that's all they have, or that's what they're choosing mm-hmm. to do with the free time that they do. It becomes a huge deal in their world, right? That they know the lingo, they have an identity, they connect with people, right. they have influencers right. they follow, they do lives where they chat and feel connected. And we're all looking to connect with somebody. It's just that they can do it through social media in a way that mm-hmm. never has been able to before. Right. So TikTok in town, just real quick, a local story. Airline High School, they went and did this trend a couple weeks ago. Did over $5,000 worth of damage to Airline Ooh. High School. And they ended up expelling 16 students that were vandalizing the school, basically. It was against the law. Wow. I didn't see it on TikTok either. That's right. They pulled it down. And TikTok, the company itself, actually banned the hashtag a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and went through and went to because they were not trying to promote it, and but you know somebody's going to come up with another tech, they like, find the way hashtag. Down. That's right. But like they're basically doing the same thing. So here's what I want to do with each of these topics, and we're just experimenting, making up as we go. Parents, if you have a child, if they're on TikTok, ask them: Do they know what Devious Licks was? Do they know anybody that tried it or did it, and what they think about it? And we're gonna have a bounty in the chat. This is all just to, to turn ahead. them on. <laughs> Schools started doing that. They really did start adding. bounties. Yeah. Wow. School started paying rewards if they would turn in and tell on their friends that did it and try to get them to do it. It's kind of shady, honestly. It, it is. And then one cool thing I thought just at the end of it was they started another one called, uh, oh, we never talked about what it is. Chip Mitchell actually went and looked it up. Yeah, he was the one who talked uh, talked to us about it first, right? Right. Yeah. I had heard of it, but I didn't know people were actually doing it we knew. But Chip said that a devious lick is actually like an old English term for stealing something. A lick was like you a theft. And so huh. it was a devious theft, a devious taking of something. Is where that comes from. But it led to, uh, what is it called? They had a name for it. Angelic Yields was another <laughs> one that started trending after this. And it's they like would, the opposite of it? It is. They would go and drop off and donate like toilet paper and supplies to the school and try to help their <laughs> local community centers. And You would think that they would thought of that before they tried to steal stuff. You would think, but stealing stuff's funnier. That's just... Yeah. 
human nature. Yeah. But they went, now the school's gonna break stuff and they'll be like, "The student's broken. <laughs> Bring us, <laughs> help us to restock." Yeah. So angelic yields is another one you could look up. But if your kids on TikTok. It's just a good reminder to have conversations of what they're doing on social media. Be in their world. Make sure you follow them. I'm a big believer that you should have all your kids' passwords mm-hmm. until a certain age. It's up to you to decide as a parent. But know what they're doing, watching them, and we don't want them to end up expelled from school because they ripped the bathroom stall out <laughs> and they're like, yeah. in school. Make yeah. good choices, kids. Yeah. It's goofy. That's right. All right, and talk number two, topic number two, Squid Game. Mm. Squid Game. It is on track to be the most watched thing that Netflix has ever made yeah it's been top one for maybe a month i think which is a huge deal yeah and it's the 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 crazy thing is it's not even an american made show that is pretty shocking it's korean yeah it's korean like it's a korean drama i guess like drama Mm -hmm. um what do they call it um like a thriller thing yeah yeah it's a tv series of nine episodes it was made by a guy who's from south korea right pretty cool story he actually had tried to sell it for over 10 10 years years. and sold his laptop was basically out of money didn't have anything left and it got picked up and now it's this huge smash hit wow he's in high demand everywhere caleb his name is what we looked it up uh Man, this is gonna be. I'm gonna butcher this name. He's Erica. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Erica, <laughs> come on over here. Juan, where did where did it go? Here's Dong Hyuk, right? Uh, we can believe yeah, that. Yeah, Juan Dong Hyuk. There, there we go. go. Yeah, we were gonna yeah. let Caleb try that. Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. I put my <laughs> in. I tried. I, for America, I tried. <laughs> did. Thank you. Hey, I can do Japanese names and Chinese names, but Korean name. I got to put a pass Different on world. Well, we yeah. definitely can't. But it is a <laughs> TV show that your kids have probably heard of if they have not watched, talking about. Again, depending on your choice and your home of what you watch, it is a pretty mature show. It it's is. A very violent show. It's very show. graphic. I, I will say this. It's very graphic, but then in the same time, um, the, idea, uh, the idea and the ideals behind the show and like why the creator made the show is very, um, imp- I, I would say, important for you to at least get the gist of it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's pretty violent, and I liken it to Hunger Games, I think is kind of right. the trend. It's dystopian, where basically the plot is they go in this shady kind of shadow organization is recruiting poor people that are in debt or in crisis right. that need money to play kids' games like Red Light, Green Light. That's what I see. Mm-hmm. And be able to get uh, millions and millions of dollars. Right. But the sh- the twist is if you lose the game, you're killed. You, yeah. You're you murdered. eliminated. You disappear. Right. Yeah, you Dang. literally get shot. And so they start with hundreds of people, and they keep narrowing it down right. to one person. They started them. with 456 people, and about episode five, they're down to like 70. Okay. Oh! So I've only watched a couple <laughs> of the episodes. Caleb's almost finished it. I'm almost done. I uh, I started two days ago, and um, yeah, and it's, it's crazy. Honestly, it's, it's it's really violent. But then, like when you realize the the ideals behind it you're like this is a good show and um i i read something online was like the the reason why the show is being so successful is because not i mean good storytelling right that's what it's about like you got to understand like there's a motive behind and, and the main character and why he did what he did and it makes sense um, yeah and I think one of the most important elements of that show that I got out of it, even though I haven't finished it yet, is don't get in debt. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I think it speaks to a bigger thing in a younger generation as well of student loans are the highest they've ever been. The cost of college has right. gone up a thousand percent in my lifetime. It's 
a larger problem than ever before if you want to get an education, basically that you need to move up in any job, what that level of education is, the competition to do that, right. how people are doing with jobs, the lack of jobs. So my grandfather retired from working from the same company for 40 years, got a gold watch, right? This doesn't really exist mm -hmm. anymore. Right. And it's more of the gig economy is kind of the trendy thing where you have to go and keep working and doing stuff and your side hustles and doing all these different things yeah. versus the stability of a job and working right. a nine to five right. and having and the same being actually thing. settled. The world's changing, right. right? And there are good things with that and there are bad things with that. And our generation is figuring out my generation, y'all are a little younger than me, is trying to put their finger on that and I think this does a really good job of showing like these people are all well-meaning the ones that I've seen where right. they have good intentions they're trying to do the right thing or some of them have gambling problems but yeah. for the most part there's just not the opportunity and the only way they can come up with to get out of this debt is to, to go play, play murder game. games right yeah, seriously <laughs> and that's the only solution that there's no societal bigger solution right. for these problems and so yeah. this shady organization comes in and yeah, go, I mean, going towards uh, um, towards the end of episode, like, six or seven, they kind of talked about, like, why they created a game. Uh, it's because uh, the creator wanted the people that are in debt to have a fair chance. But then, in the same time, like, you could create something else to make it a fair competition. Right. Kind of very super villainy. Thanos exactly. logic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it is, I think, this societal issue, and I think that's part of why it's been so successful. It's very creative and, like, very right. visually cool. Mm -hmm. It's very different, but, again, very violent. But I think it resonates with more anxiety in teenagers, more anxiety with younger people, trying to figure careers out, the shape of the world changing, jobs are changing, and it's just this uneasiness. Same thing with Hunger Games, right? Did both y'all watch all the Hunger Games? Oh, yeah. Freedom? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> but it's this idea that like society is collapsing. We're watching all these problems and these issues as younger people, this older generation, and we don't know the answer, and... I don't think the show gives an answer necessarily, but it's pointing out a problem. And yeah. so I think that's part of it is we resonate, we connect with that. We know there's an issue. Hopefully no one that's listening to this podcast has been abducted and played murder games. But it's this idea that the the goal to make money outweighs everything else. Right. Yeah. And it's that ultimate thing of it would solve all their problems, it would do that. And in the show, I know a couple of the things I've seen that Basically, they have these moral dilemmas to help somebody else or not right. to do the right thing. And yeah. most of the characters choose greed. Put your right. own do financial security on, right. you know, mm -hmm. at everybody else's at expense. For somebody else, yeah. yeah. I will say, if you have seen um, the the Escape Room. Mm -hmm. I've not movies, seen it. Yeah. It gives me major vibe like that yeah. from that movie, yeah. Um, it's just the, the uneasiness of, like, if the characters are going to pass or not, and then, like, how they're going to make their decisions based on, like, their moral choices. Hmm. And it's a tension, right? You yeah. want to try to make money. You want to try to advance your career. You want to <coughs> do what it takes. But, but then at the same time, does, do you sacrifice your own morals for that? You, you know? gain right. the whole world, yeah. lose your soul, some might say. That's the Bible. I think what it's touching on a lot, and this has been a thing for TV and movies a lot these past couple of years, is that, Especially for young people, like speaking for middle schoolers and high schoolers and me, <laughs> it's definitely a big cause for anxiety, like financially hoping that you're going to make it and, you know, doing the right things, but then seeing things shift and move and seeing people older than us, mm -hmm. uh, like not have the answers that people have had for years before us. Like you look into like the, you know, 
post World War II, pre World War II, like everybody, you pretty much got rewarded for hard work. You made a living, and mm-hmm. uh, there were obviously either you know the elites who either you know inherited something or just got lucky and like got noticed or there were all the, there were always those people but i feel like financial stability is less and less certain mm. and especially with tiktok right. maybe it's not the case but maybe with tiktok it just looks like that because the people that are making it are on your screen number one 100%. every single time yeah. yeah and they're those like those uh streamers with the hype houses and the the fortnite people holding the stacks of money using it as a yeah. cell phone yeah. Yeah. and it's like <laughs> Man, I'm 16. They're 16. Why don't I have a mansion with all my friends where we jump go-karts off the roof into our pool? That like, comparison game. Yeah. It's really kind of dangerous. And uh, I feel like even if – I don't think kids expect that that's going to happen to them. But, but I they think, think it can. Yeah, they right. think it can. And they think – That's I why can, they do those things to yeah. get their attention. Like, Just like Devious Licks, right? Yeah. Right. Well, it's that. And it's like even if I can't make it there, like what am I going to do? Because people don't really have, you know, it's not the same uh, just work careers at all yeah. anymore. And yeah. it's kind of scary. Yeah, kids, just go outside. Yeah, <laughs> don't you know. <laughs> That's not going to help him find a job, Caleb. Nuh-uh. It's complicated. It's like Brian so, Reed's on the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> the spirit of Brian, our elder, lives on. God bless him. So to wrap that one up, I would say for me, I would definitely not recommend personally for younger than a high school age. I think mm, Squid right. Game is pretty mature. It's definitely PG or rated R. Oh, yeah. Oh, not yeah. PG. PG. <laughs> My kid don't no, 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 no. Like maybe like parents elf. can like skip here and there, but like get the, the main writing idea. I'm going to go it's an R. So yeah. it's a pretty hard one. It's violent. It's but again, depending on your house, what your rules are with your kids, if they're watching it, if you talk to them, teenagers, right. definitely I would ask what they think about it. What do they think it's trying to say? Mm-hmm. Because I do think it's trying to communicate something about poverty and wealth and making the right choice and doing the right thing. It was difficult. Classes. I think it's pretty interesting. And again, mm-hmm. a lot of people watching, I think over 70 million Netflix accounts had started it. So however many people that multiplies out to is a bunch and, it's a big show. You probably hear him talking about. I Go. gotta get on it. Hannah's been watching it. I haven't seen it yet. Watch without you. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Wow. Finished Ted Lasso. I'll, I'll start that. It's so good. Go. We'll have to do that another time. All right. Last topic, sure. and we'll wrap up. So, Caleb, you're playing judge on this one. Oh, I'm gonna let Blake go wow. first. This is a discussion Blake and I have had jury? lately about music. And okay. so, Blake, I'm gonna let you have opening argument, and I'm gonna yes. close because so. let's just go real quick for parents. I want you to think about music you liked when you were a teenager. Some of you, that was recently. Some of you, that was a long time ago. Mm. Put yourself back in that mindset. What did you listen to? What are the things, the artists that are iconic in your generation? And put that in mind as we talk about music today, Blake. So to kind of paint the backstory for everybody, for the past couple times that me and Evan have been on lunches together, we've taken out volunteers or friends and treated them to lunch. And at some point towards the end of the meal, uh, Evan and I have been for better or for worse, hijacking, basically hijacking <laughs> the conversation and uh, forcing people to give their inputs on this because I think it's interesting and I think it's uh, a question that people are going to be asking a lot more nowadays. But uh, I I look at music. I'm a big fan of music. I'm wearing a, a band shirt right now. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe it's the fact that I've been like listening to more older music recently or watching like 80s movies more, like... Uh, uh, what is it called? Fast Times Ridgemont High and <laughs> Days and Confused and stuff like that. And definitely, oh I don't time. envy the culture, but uh, <laughs> the music. I felt like everybody had a like a homogenous sense of what they're listening to, and 
for me, I think it's great because 2021, we're out here. TikTok is a thing. Spotify is a thing. There is a million different ways to get who you are out onto the internet, and there's going to be a market for everybody. So mm-hmm. if you're, I don't know if goth kids even still exist. I'm sure they do. Goth, <laughs> Somewhere. Like if you're a like goth kid, they've got music for you. They've got movies for you. They've got a community for you. Gamer kids, they've got a community for you. Jock kids, like all the all the stereotypes and the sub stereotypes. Everybody, there's music for you. But to me, and this is gonna be a, probably a different take. I think oversaturation of the market is too much, and I think it's harder to find the gems that would be valued before. So I think that, mm. like, I'm wearing a Journey shirt right now. This is Journey says Eagles. This is a Journey shirt. Where before those people would stand out and they would be able to obviously get their record labels and be pushed to become the amazing band that they were and everybody who talked about them, everybody loved them. I think those people are harder to find because the masses are so loud. And I think that there are a million good guitar players on TikTok that are never going to make it because there are just too many. You're just another TikTok guitar player. You have to do something mm-hmm. radical and crazy <laughs> to be to stand out. And sometimes... You know, if that's your thing, then it just becomes all unappealing altogether. So to wrap that mess of words into one final point, I think oversaturation, too many artists, too much music being like coming out. Mm-hmm. I think it makes it harder to find good music, good stuff to listen to. Mm. And I'll let Evan okay, have his now, Evan. counterpoint. So Blake, I'm a little older than you, and I remember when I started getting into music, like probably fifth grade. I bought like um, the very first CD I ever owned was the Space Jam soundtrack. Hmm. I still had a Walkman that was my parents that I listened to actual cassette tapes on nice. in my lifetime. I went from cassette tape to CD player to MP3 player to iPod to now iPhone. I was more into music ten years ago than I would say now. Just growing hmm. up and changing. I remember being in college and I would go buy a new CD every week. I would go find something at Best Buy, have to physically go to the store and mm-hmm. get it, go and discover a new artist or something I hadn't heard or recognize a name or do whatever. And trying to be into it and following up that scene, I really enjoyed, I really liked. It's just you only have so much capacity in life. I feel like you have more democracy than ever before because the best people have a chance to be discovered. Mm. You're not limited and narrowed by gatekeepers at a radio station or at a major record label that are going to control what everybody listens to. And therefore, more people have a chance to make it music than ever did before. Mm. Are there going to be worse artists? Yes, of course, because you have easier access. You have more ability to put music out into the world. So even if you're a bad band, quote unquote, that people don't like, you can get a platform and find an audience of 10,000 people on Spotify and make some money and tour and be a bad band. You're never going to be to that level. So I think the fundamental thing for you and me is you as a younger person think it was better in the old days for the music industry, which I think is funny because it's just it's different perspective. And who knows? Right. It's just being silly. But for me, I think the interesting thing is you're never going to have a Michael Jackson-level success. You're never going to have a major Bon Jovi, whoever it is, mm-hmm. fill, fill in the artist, Madonna, whatever, of they're going to dominate everything across mm-hmm. the board. So I would say the probably the best modern example is Billie Eilish, in right. my mind, of she's everywhere. You've probably heard of her. She's in major commercials now. I saw her in Adobe commercial mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things of she has probably risen to that level where very few have. And she pretty much started right. on her own. <laughs> I right. mean, she was not really, like yeah. this traditional pop 
Like, I remember the boy bands phase of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, and they had these mega producers and millions of dollars in right. marketing and advertising them, and they're this biggest thing. But there are very few Billie Eilishes, but then, again, pick a band, whatever indie band you like. Yeah. I think about, um, like, Young the Giant. Mm-hmm. They're not this major, huge superstar group, but they're great music that I really like that have a following, that tour, that are able to be professional musicians. And you probably don't have a group of guys immigrated to the United States getting major success and becoming a successful band Mm -hmm. if you don't have that ability through streaming, through the social media, through Spotify, whatever. And so I think it is good for music overall, and it has made better music and different music, and everybody can find what they like versus here's the major things we're going to tell you that you have to like because everybody's liking it in pop music. I think the the big thing for me is that I think, like you said, the monolithic artists like Michael Jackson, Queen, Journey, uh, Eagles, any number of old people that you can recall, I think the the new people like <laughs> Lil Nas X is not going to be around in five years, right. five years, much less 30. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to tell your grandkids, like, oh, man, you can't. But to me, it cheapens it because what it turns into is – I need to be remembered, so I'm going to do something outrageous. I'm going to wear something stupid and make... Lady Gaga wearing meat dress and all these kinds of things. Yeah, there's She's coming around to... She has, and become a more genuine, quote, artist, right? Mm -hmm. She figured out and became more serious and whatever. I think the shock value thing has always been there, though. Going back to, like, Elvis, that was the dance move and so provocative and doing that. You always get attention by doing... Whatever Madonna was very much that symbol and trying but now you get Cardi B and Megan The Stallion and you're like, good night, what is happening? Yeah, but let me let me point out. So I, I kind of hear, like heard both sides. And, yeah, and like I hear what where you're coming from. I hear where Evan's coming from. Um, let me ask you this: How did you find out about King's Kaleidoscope? Uh, King's Kaleidoscope. That's kind of a hard one because my buddy told me about him. And okay, then, so yeah. if. Like, let's say your buddy, like, heard it on Spotify or whatever, right? Like, back in the days, let's say, in your ideal world, where there's, like, major label, only, like, Radio artists, play. Yeah, mm-hmm. radio play, like, the top of, uh, cream of the cop, um, artists are going to make it, right? King's Kaleidoscope is not going to make it in your days, right? But you love their music. Whereas, like, right now, because they have the platform to do so, they're becoming more influential in, uh, let's say your friend, your groups of friends, right? Because I've never heard of King's Kaleidoscope until like they came to Revel. So like, what I listen to and what you listen to may be different, like completely different, for sure. You know, like so, like I think there is perks from having major label uh, artists that come out with music that everybody likes, but then at the same time, I feel like. That's the gatekeeper part of it. Is like, oh, here are the mu- here's three songs that, well, here's the top hundred Billboard, you know, right. songs that you're going to listen to, and that's what everybody's listening to, and that's going to last for like ten or five years, right? And then, but now, uh, uh the the current trend for music is kind of like a uh, current trend for fashion, right? Right, it's before, faster than ever. Yeah, so like. Fashion before it was four seasons. Now there's like twenty two seasons in a year. <laughs> yeah. So like it's impossible to keep up with. Right. Yeah. So like for people that are not, uh, it's definitely harder to to keep up with. But for people that are looking for something new, 
daily and constantly, I think what we have right now is very good for that um, format. I, I think the accessibility is great because what we could, what you couldn't do in the past was go on Spotify. Some, you know, you hear somebody, you're passing somebody in a store, you hear somebody say the name of a band, you can go to your car, right. get on your phone, and listen to everything that band has ever made. And I think that is irreplaceable that that's better now. But uh, right. I think what I'm envious to is like watching a movie. I think I'm envious of the unity that everybody felt before over that kind of stuff. And where now you don't have to be united with other people because like I've got this and this is mine. And um, but I think within those so subgroups, like there's unity within those sub subgroups, and then within yeah. those subgroups, there's another subgroup that's bigger, so that there's unity be between those people. Like, so let's say if you listen to um, rock, and I listen to um, hardcore jazz. metal, oh. <laughs> jazz, <laughs> <Or> jazz. <laughs> hardcore jazz, yeah, hardcore, like take five. They're kind of, I don't know if no, that that's not a good example but like let's say you listen to rock and I listen to indie rock right mm -hmm. they're kind of in the same genre so like that like we can communicate between those uh those genres you know what i'm saying like right and there's still unity there yeah i think it's an impossible question i think i just miss when people liked each other <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other yeah topic. that's a whole different thing so we're uh, gonna wrap up on that blake we'll <laughs> give you the last word but i'd love to yeah. hear what you have to say if you're listening to this and want to have this conversation me and blake might ambush you with you sometimes post in the comments that's come good. to lunch with us we'll talk about it let us know email evan at the simple tv but with your kids the last takeaway would be this Ask them, do they think that music is better off now than it was when mm. you as a parent were a kid? Ask them what they think about music, the state of music. Do they like the music? Do they think music's not as good? Do they like older stuff? Have that conversation about music and then make them listen to some good music that you liked when you were younger. Listen what? to King's Kaleidoscope. MSM just saw him at the some Revel. New really show. good. <laughs> a new recommendation. There you go. That's right. I got to so listen to it. Add it to the playlist. You got to get me into it's it. It's good stuff. Got you. That's right. So, Blake, Caleb, thank y'all for coming on. If you like this kind of episode, we might come back and do it again. I'll try to give you some updates of what's happening in culture because you're busy. There's a lot going on. And as a parent, we want you to be able to have this conversation with your kid. I've also put the questions in the show notes so you can go and find these topics. And if you want to go later, be like, hey, have you heard of that? squid game thing and then your kid might have been secretly watching it and you didn't even know or maybe they've heard all their friends talk about it and you're like we're probably gonna skip that one but let's go find something else to watch there you go uh, why do you have that you go black box our, of an airplane in your room it's like oh devious licks i know what that is now give that back i wondered where that toilet stall came from <laughs> yeah. why is it in the backyard why is it brand new yeah <laughs> thanks for listening thanks for downloading and have a great night